what makes people successful the most in this business, how a lot of people make it and some don't. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area, and this is how we do it. It's been a lot of time, last week and also before, and while some people have significantly higher success than others, the same tools, same aspects, same everything. Right, I call it the top producer, top producer profile. What do you think the number one most important thing is for somebody to have success in sales or business? It's one of them for sure. It was highest. Probably it's the second most important in this scenario. Okay. This is a new one for me in a way. I haven't taught this too much, but it's something I've read a lot about. And I think it's a big killer for everybody in this. And that's why I moved it to the front in this one. First piece of self-awareness. Self-awareness. What do you think that means? Here's the crazy part that happens at every level, myself included, every level. Self-awareness, what do you think that means? Okay. Honest with yourself. That's the first part I put, right? The first piece of this is, can they be honest with themselves? What do you think that means? Not blame external circumstances for repeated issues. What could that be? Blow up rate. Blow up rate, right? My deals keep blowing up. Right? It's always the external person. Guess what? There's one common denominator. My people aren't closing, both in terms of face-to-face appointments to getting under contract to having the contract close. Uh, on the listing side, getting the listing agreement signed. Right? Getting it priced the right way. Getting under contract. All those things. A lot of times people tend to do what? Blame the other person. Blame the other person. Right? This, every level of business is true, up to my level. Management level. Right? Somebody leaves while they leave. Is it the person or is it the process? It's very important to understand that every level has this and it's the hardest to see because people naturally tend to do what? Blame on the person. Right? It's very, very important that you have to be willing to be committed to do what? Be honest with myself and the same thing there to have eyes to see. Again, where am I letting myself off the hook? Where am I giving myself a reason? Where am I compromising in terms of what I'm doing, believing that it's actually someone else and it's not? You cannot see it when it's happening. Unless you're what? Committed to trying to see it. Same thing you're seeing right now with what's going on around with the COVID stuff, right? And the, the things you're starting to see, all these things come out about COVID that was ultimately showing that what? They're fighting harder and saying this is, not, this is not really true. This is not really the case. Why? Because they're so committed to the outcome or that belief, it's become part of their ideology in terms of who they are and their identity, they can't let go of that. And so the most powerful thing you can do right now is just be a critical thinker and step back and look, okay, I miss this person, what can I do wrong? Second piece they always do is they seek feedback, their ability. Right? You've been very, very good at this, right? What have you done over the years? Constantly doing, understanding. Do you think you know your weaknesses? Number one, do you have weaknesses in the sales game? Do you think you know them? A lot of them, right? And you're willing to address those and, and hunt them out. Do you ever feel like you do that? Every Thursday morning. Every Thursday morning, we got it. It's frustrating, right? It's not comfortable. Hey, look, I know that my weakness is this. 
right? Empathy, whatever it is, the issue is, but you've got to constantly be doing what? Seeking feedback from external things. It can be numbers, data, physical feedback from like people who tell you, hey, look, you actually are screwing up on this, right? Being low, but you've got to be able to seek because most people are too scared to do what? Look in the mirror. Because they've been so conditioned to do what? Seek blame outside. And so the absolute best people are always, always, always seeking feedback, both good and bad, which can also come through what? Role play. Is it hard to do? Yeah. Here's the hardest thing people do. Here's how I know they won't take it. And they don't record listen to themselves. That's the best feedback you could ever have in a sales game. Record yourself, listen to yourself. Those are pieces that you got to be willing to seek it out because I need to have that self-awareness in terms of that, which leads to the third piece. I've got to constantly be looking for holes, looking for holes. Where's my weakness? What's happening? Where am I missing people at? Why do I have five, six deals that blow up? Why do I have all these lenders that aren't doing what they're supposed to do? Right? Why do I have all my people not signing or my people signing with me and not writing offers with me? Or why am I writing five offers and five don't get accepted? This allows you to, to, to adjust the right knobs in your business. The problem with business is like an airplane. Everybody seen the cockpit of an airplane? There's like a bazillion switches in there and knobs and things you turn. If you don't understand what you're doing, the plane's going to crash. Right? Same thing in business. You got to understand what knobs to turn at the right time, and it's not always how you feel. Okay? So true. If you look at how a lot of most private planes crash, what usually happens? Anybody know? Pilot error, which also leads, happens usually when? Stress. Stress, and they get disoriented. I mean, they don't know what's up, they don't know what's down, they don't know what's going on. Right? Recent one recently off Outer Banks, so very similar thing. Right? They get disoriented, comes down to a pilot error, right? And all of a sudden, plane crashes. And so in our business, you don't want to have your business crash in that scenario and find yourself in that karmic cul-de-sac. I got to make sure I'm always here looking for the holes and what's going on, what knobs need to be turned in the right order. Fourth piece of this is self-awareness. You got to have the willingness to own all of you. Willingness to own all of you. What do you think that means? This is a tough one for a lot of people. It's similar to the first piece, but a willingness to own all of you. What do you think that means there? Yeah, and here's the thing. You are where you are in your life right now because of one thing. You. Not your parents' fault. Not your uncle's fault. Not your, how you came up. Nothing. Why? Because you are on your own at this point. Everyone this age and everyone has had the ability to make certain decisions. But so many people carry that weight for years and years and years that has nothing to do, right, with them and their control, what they do, but it's still controlling their decisions because they don't actually own the problem. It could come down to discipline, my schedule, my phone skills, my sales skills, right? My ability to hold deals together, anything. All these things are important. And the most valuable tool you can have right now is self-awareness. Very important. Because nothing changes unless you have that awareness here in terms of that, right? I mentioned one of the best things I can do as a leader is teach you how to think. And this is probably the most valuable tool you can have in right now, crazy chaotic world. Second piece of this, very important. DWR. I think that is. Do what's right. Do what's required. Right? Do what's required. What do you think that means? Right? They got to put in the work when no one's looking. They put in the work when no one's looking. What does that mean there? Yep. Genuine Dallas. I watch you all the time. Morning huddle, right? Got great energy. Great huddle. I'm going to crush it. And all of a sudden, everybody starts dialing. What happens? You might notice it. I talk about this all the time. Start making dials, and what happens? Yeah, two people connected. Two people connected. Six people. Nobody else connects to anybody. 
Either they have magic phone numbers or magic phones or someone's doing the work when nobody's watching. Now, there are cases that you don't get answers. But if I don't get answers, I'm going to refer you back to number one and realize that, hey, look, maybe my answers aren't working. I probably need to change something. Phone number, dollar to hand, right? These pieces here are going to work together to understand, hey, what's going on? But for the work when no one's working, this comes down to, right, the number one killer in real estate is freedom. How do I handle my freedom as a real estate agent? Am I doing the work when no one's looking? The most successful people do consistently. Second piece, they're doing what's required, AK work, on themselves. This is important. They're doing what's required, AK the work, on themselves. Themselves. What does that mean? Yes. Well, I notice a lot of people that don't grow as fast or that grow very fast in the beginning and then level out and stay where they're at in that karmic loop is what they do is they do just enough and they try to learn while they're in the trenches. Meaning that they're only learning when they're getting face-to-face with clients. They're only learning. They're not doing the role plays like you guys are doing a fantastic job on Wednesday now. It's probably the most powerful thing that we're doing. Because they're not actually working on themselves. They're trying to learn when they're playing the game. Tom Brady was infamous and really praised for doing what? A lot of preparation, watching film, understanding offense, understanding defense, right? Being deep in that scenario, they've got to constantly work on themselves, a.k.a. you and your mindset and your skill set. A.k.a. how good are you? This is called the work, right? Do what's required, a.k.a. the work on themselves. Second piece of this, I want you guys, I just segment this so you can see both of them, is in your business. It's separate from this piece up here, right? This is when nobody's looking, you're putting the work. Other piece, I gotta make sure I'm looking at myself and my business, meaning that I'm working on two different things. If I go home and watch Netflix for three or four hours, I'm not probably working on myself and my business. That makes sense? I've gotta make sure what's my commitment to doing what's required and to getting me where I need to be because here's the thing. If I look back at this scenario and how these are tied together, me growing in these versions of me don't just happen for me getting my head beat in, in in real estate. The best way to grow is to do what? Learn from other people's mistakes, which is le- reading a lot of books, watching videos, watching, listening to podcasts. All these things that help me learn faster, and this is what helps me, helps me learn. The way I think like I do, I've read hundreds and hundreds of books over the years. Hundreds. I don't know one piece of all of them. It just helped me to change the way I looked at the world and the way I thought about things. I can't quote a lot of them. I just know it made me think I'm not the same person I was when I, start, start, I started, started reading versus me reading stuff now. I'll read the same book three years later and get, guess what I get? Something totally different. Why? Because I've moved up this ladder here in terms of who I am as a producer in my own world. Does that make sense? And so I've got to be constantly doing what's required, a.k.a. the work on me and also my business. This is business pieces like what? This is like tax. Understanding my database. Call my past clients. Organize my past clients. These are what's required to do what? To find leverage here on myself or my business. Most people are doing what? Linear. Just calling all these leads and calling my bucket randomly half, half my bucket based on who's logged in. I'm not calling the best people at the best times. That makes sense you guys in that piece? And here's the second, the last piece I think is important. Um, a lot of people don't do is they do the extra. What that means? Do extra. Extra everything. Why? That's a problem right now. Right? I don't know if I'll call you know, 50% of my bucket is the right 50% of my bucket or not. 
So if I'm constantly only talking to 10 or 15 people in my bucket every week, ultimately 30 in two weeks, I'm not really hitting the right people enough. And so ask myself here, the people that are most successful, top producers, they always do extra. Not just enough. And that's why I tell you, when I walk in Thursdays and look at the meeting, people show up with 30s and 40s. I know that's not top producer mindset because I would never walk in a room at 46%. It would drive me crazy. Why? Because a winner is always above what the minimum is. You want to be obsessed with that. Okay? Cause it maxing out, right? Whatever it is, you do a few more extra things. Why? Because it's a mindset and a muscle that you build. You guys with me on this? I'm losing yet? Super important right now. Third piece of this. Switch colors up. I think it's important. I think it's really needed, and I notice this in people who are not having success and people that are having success. That's why I put it in here. Right? It's just kind of a fluid marketplace. Is they have intensity. What do you think that means? And why is it in there? Intensity. What does that mean? Why is it in here, you think? To have influence, I need intensity. To have influence over people, I need to have intensity. So if I'm boring and slow and just go with the flow, are my clients going to want to listen and follow me? Now, add on top of that, if I don't have intensity to what I do, they're not going to want to follow me. Now, if I don't naturally have intensity, what do I got to do? Find a way to manufacture fulfillment, happiness, money, success. Those things have to be created that. And so intense, what I notice people are getting their ass kicked the most right now in the current real estate market, don't have any intensity. AK, they're getting run over by anybody else out there from any other company that's got intensity with them and how they show up, how they walk, how they call leads, how they deal with their leads, how you meet with your leads. Do you wait till today or do you do it today or do you do it tomorrow? You have to have intensity. And the first piece of that right now, super important, is speed. Talk about this before, speed, the market, speed, everything else. I have to have speed in how I walk, how I talk, how I follow up, when I follow up, when I meet my people, right? Because wow, we're in the most intense markets of all time, literally. And so if I'm very timid and I'm slow and I'm talking to them slow, are they gonna wanna continue working with me? No, they're gonna disappear. So if I'm on the phone with them and I don't have energy, they're not gonna wanna answer me or call me back. They may tell me what I, they think I wanna hear. And so I've got to have that intensity in what I do in terms of being the agent, I have to have this. Also, I must have speed and intensity in learning in myself and my business. If I come brand new and just try to go through the motions and take what I learned on Tuesdays and Thursdays in a couple of training videos and think I'm gonna be successful, it's not gonna happen. I have to have speed and intensity in how I'm developing myself right now. Why? Because the market's moving even faster, competition's moving even faster, and competition's pouring into this faster than ever had before. Super important. Right? Second piece I must have, this is part of the intensity piece, is I must have resiliency. Must be resilient. What does that mean? No What's that? If something yeah, I know it's going to be a hard push right now, pushing that rock up the mountain. Right? It's going to be some times I take two steps back, three steps back. This goes back to my resilient and how I handle my triggers here. Things happen to me. Right? Things go sideways, deals fall apart, whatever it is. Do I just take the rest of the day off and just, you know, pick up tomorrow? Or have resiliency and intensity and stay in the fight? Because you have to stay in the fight right now to be able to be successful, be a top producer in this marketplace going forward. Period. 
Why is that? It's hard. So one of the biggest struggles with teams right now uh, and other areas that are less inventory than us is have their resiliency. Offers get written. They don't get accepted. What do the agents do? They wash. They start blaming the teammates. Start blaming the team member. Start blaming uh, the lead. Start blaming the people. Start blaming the market. But the ones that have the most success are resilient, and they continue bringing intensity over and over and over and over again because they know eventually they're going to break through and win. Third piece. I must operate with purpose. Operate with purpose. What do you think that means? Operate with purpose. Yeah. As an agent, right? People, people want to know that I have a purpose in what I'm doing, how I'm operating. If I'm just coming to make a little bit of money and like try out real estate, if you want to try real estate, you should try real estate in 2014. Right? This is the time you got to win at real estate. If you want to make some money, and you have a lot higher gains because I'll tell you one thing, there's a lot of agents other places that are just coming to try real estate and getting their brains beat in. The good news is you can do just a little bit more, have a little more purpose, work a little bit harder, and get a lot more gains than you ever would have before. I mentioned this before, what you're seeing right now is the middle kind of disappear. Those that are intense that bring this game every day and allow us to, to help influence their clients to make the right decisions, get the right properties in this marketplace are going to get exponential results as people who are in the middle who are just going to get pushed out. And it goes back to the fourth piece here, which is kind of com combined with that. I must come in with energy every day. Right? But you got to come in to have that piece of you that just says, look, I've got to bring the intensity here. I'm here again. I'm professional. Right? I'm not just a part-time person who's practicing real estate. I'm a professional in what I do. The big difference between how professionals operate and how amateurs operate. Professionals bring energy every day. Intensity every day. They're bringing these pieces to the table over and over and over, regardless of what they're having happen in their face. Does that make sense there? Super, super important. Is this easy to do? Nope. Right? You've got to make sure you find it in the way you are. Right? If there's pieces of me that allow me not to have intensity, or if I'm shy naturally, no one is going to follow you if you don't have intensity in a way that brings them to want to follow you. No one wants a weak agent. Tell you that, especially right now in today's marketplace. In the old days, you get away just being nice people. You can't get away with that anymore. Why? They're on six different websites talking to six different people, and they're going to the one they think can guide them to the promised land. And so you got to bring that intensity in how you talk, how you walk, how you open the door, how you show up when you dress, how you do everything. You got to make sure you bring that to the table. You guys with me on this? And it can't be just naturally going through the flow. Super important to, to understand right now. Fourth piece. By far, I think one of the pieces that hold it all together, but they're kind of go together in these pieces here. Is what? What is it? Consistency. So I have to make sure I'm bringing my consistency to the table at all times. And so this is where we lack the most. And this is where the triggers affect the most. If you guys, all your feedback in that first part I taught came to do with what? The consistency piece. But the reason I had to teach self-awareness first was why? They don't even realize they're inconsistent. They don't realize, I'm, they think they're consistent, they're not. How do we know that? The results show if you track it daily, it does show the big deal, big difference, right? So first part of consistency is what? Show up no matter what. What does that mean? I just show up no matter what. Meetings, all these things, because the one that I missed, maybe the one I needed the most to help me get to that piece I need to go. You never know, right? To be plugged in here, that one thing that clicks for me to make a big, big deal in that scenario, right? Second piece of this, I also wrote this separately, is I avoid triggers, right? I've got to make sure that I'm able to, to do what? 
avoid what would be able to suck me in that scenario. I avoid people that may suck me in that scenario. I avoid things like the news or certain things that may have sucked me in that scenario. If I know I get super triggered about Ukraine and Russia, guess what? I'm probably not going to look when I'm in money time. Why is that? Because I need to feed my family first. My family first, uh, getting fed first comes before anything else. He has zero, no, not one single uh, notification on his phone. Not text message, nothing. Obviously a different business than we are. His phone rings if it rings, if somebody calls him, it rings. But every single, object, every single notification is off. Why? Because he has to have focused time to get what he needs to get done. Dude makes like, I don't even know, 20, 30 million a year. So it's important to understand that I've got to make sure I'm avoiding triggers, things I get sucked into. And I do that. The third way, right here, is, and this is where people screw this up a lot, it's a concrete schedule. What does that mean? I, number one, have a very, very specific schedule I live by no matter what, to the minute. Same places every time, same ways every time, right? And I do that no matter what happens, no matter what comes up. Most people are just living by see their pants, reacting all the time, right? Same thing. It has to do with my morning schedule. Part of the huddle piece is allow you to have structure so you can have that piece if you all need structure. I literally leave my house almost the same exact minute every single day. Why? Because it's very concrete in terms of how it is. You don't see me rolling late for a huddle. Why? Concrete schedule. Nothing's negotiable in terms of that time there. Right? And so, again, that small thing is what also leads to the big things. Right? How I do anything is how I do everything. I've got to understand where do I move things at. Because why? This helps me to do what? The one above it. Avoid triggers, right? Why? Because I know if I stick my schedule here, I help have this. We need this as humans. It helps us hack our brain. Why? Because we want to have this monkey brain piece of us, right? If you read the book about it, there's two types of brains, right? The monkey brain, what's the other one? I can't remember. Um, I can't remember what it is. One's like the, the operation, but monkey brain always take off, which is what? Like our ADE piece and how we want to operate. So this helps control that piece of our brain that wants to do what? React. Look at our phone, schedule Facebook, uh, scroll Facebook, whatever it is. You have to fight against that by having this very concrete schedule all the way down to the minute. I've got to constantly be weeding, weeding my mind. What does that mean, you guys think? My mind is a garden. I must protect my garden. If I don't protect my garden, what happens? It's gone. No longer a garden, right? It's no longer going to be a garden in that scenario. And that has to be what? I've got to fertilize that with what? Good stuff, books, audiobooks, podcasts, things that I can borrow certainty, borrow energy. There's times I've been like the bottom of the pit and I listen to, I'll go listen to like a, a tape or I mean a, a recording for somebody else and all of a sudden I can borrow that certainty from him and it gives me this feeling inside, hey look, everything's going to be okay. And usually it is in most cases. And so I have to be, make sure, are you fertilizing your garden the right way daily? I can't wait till it gets taken over because all of a sudden the plants die. And guess what else does? My consistency.